begins now. Capital 263. Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba. And I'm Tawanda Henry Biti. Yeah, and uh, as always, you're listening to the best political podcast in the country. Still the only one, but um, I think we've got uh, some people who are trying to emulate. <laughs> Do we? I don't know. Okay, no, that's fine. I hope we get people trying to emulate. Yeah, competition makes you better. That's true, that's true. Um, Today we have a very special guest, uh, special to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we seem to be doing well on the guests. People mm. keep... Uh, Coming on to the show, which is good for us, and I hope good for the listeners. Uh, our guest, hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. My name is Alexandra Muliswa, speaking for myself. <laughs> for <yourself. laughs> and not on behalf of any party, organization, or, or institution, or any so bearer in, of we, my last name. We know your independence uh, <laughs> at your house, Saga. Yeah, I'm also an independent. <laughs> We should answer any questions no, anyone has yeah. already. No affiliations. Zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, today we've got an interesting show lined up. Uh, it's been a busy day for politics in Zimbabwe. The 8th of February will be remembered as one of those days where a lot actually happened. Yeah, I think it's uh, basically the launch of, 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 of 2017, I think, politically, really. Everything else has been sort of, I don't know, quiet. If, if everyone was... In, in the playing field today. Yeah, no. It was a very, very, very full day. So we've got a lot to talk about. New factions have been formed. Yeah, elders <laughs> of the Jedi Council of, of ZimPF. Um, but yeah, so where we should we start? Um, I um, think with uh, the, the news that everyone, uh, or a lot of us are very happy about, uh, uh, Pastor Evan got bail today um, at the High Court. $300 uh, bail. Um, with no travel, and I think he has to hand in his passport, but uh, a lot of us are very happy about that. Some people seem to think he shouldn't have gotten bail, <laughs> whereas I think he shouldn't have been in, uh, in jail in the first place, so that's a win, a good decision by the courts. Today. Yeah, uh, that, that whole situation, I mean, I've, I've aired my views on social media about it, that they really shouldn't have arrested him. There was no need, uh, aside from the fact that he left this country a free man and was not a fugitive though I've been told that there was a warrant out for his arrest I need to I have actually not, that's the first I've heard of it actually I should double check yeah that's something I actually need to double check because it's it's something someone mentioned but there was no evidence to that effect even in court I don't think no, the state yeah. mentioned that warrant for arrest but anyway um they shouldn't have arrested him aside from the fact that he left a free man they've also uh, increased his political and social stock that I think had waned last year. I, I don't think it had waned. He just wasn't here. And, uh, you know, but the fact out of mind and out of sight. It, yes, but also a lot of people were upset at the at fact him. that, yes, at him, that he left and he said that he was going, he said he was going on a business trip. <laughs> <laughs> and his then business wasn't saving his family, guys. No, okay, that's fair enough. But he said he's going on a business trip and then he spent six months in America. And he said he was going on a business trip to South Africa and he will be back in a few days or a few weeks or whatever it was. Look, he made difficult choices and I don't think anyone of us here or in this country would want to have to choose between a pregnant wife and, and the desires of, of the people. So I suppose, yeah, I can understand. No, actually, no, that's nonsense. I don't understand people who are no. angry at him Listen. at all. 
Um, like I because said, because they're not owed anything by anyone, and they should go out and do something themselves. I don't blame him for his choices. My point was just on the fact that I believe his support had waned after he left. There were a lot of people who were upset at the fact that he left. Whether they justifications for being, whether they were justified for being upset or not, is a different subject matter. But now, the sympathies which he had lost, he is going to regain, and the fact that he's mentioned. But, in the press that he's contemplating a political career, you know, it's going to give him a leverage. Yeah, it's going to give him some sort of leverage. Yeah, no, but I mean, I don't know about, there was no one at the courts in, in the same way the last time, so I don't really think he's fully gone on back on side with a majority of his involvement. That's but true. But if he's stepping into the political arena, then yeah, he should play with the big boys and we'll see. But on the other issue of that is that now at the magistrate's court, they put up a fence. Um, you know, it's kind of intimidating. But there be. still wasn't any... There were people inside the court. Yeah, in terms of level of support, fence or no fence, people can... Like, it's not, it's not really a thing. So, I mean, we'll see how that goes. But the state also just had a poor case. They don't have a case. The state is there oppressing and repressing <laughs> him. Awana gonna case. Yeah, so they don't have uh, they don't have a, a case at all. Yeah, so uh, you can talk, Alex. Yes, it was in the High Court. <laughs> I was saying it was in the High Court. <laughs> She's passing notes like a, like someone at I school. I don't want to just get here and start embarrassing people. It <laughs> no, was at the I'm, High Court. Yeah, it was at Magistrates Court on Friday, yeah. and then High Court today. today yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, speaking of the courts, you were in the Constitutional Court today. Yes, I had the privilege of getting there early and listening to two of some of the most interesting cases so far. There was the Promise Mkwananzi case, the constitutional challenge to President Mugabe's ability or non-ability to rule. <laughs> so, the grandpa can't rule. Yeah. It's a danger to the constitution. Exactly. <laughs> the case was dismissed um, on the basis of procedural irregularities, one of them being that service was not effected on the first respondent, being the president. And instead of going to his house, they should have, the state house, they should have uh, effected service at the government complexes. Because he was in his capacity as... The president. As the president. Exactly. And not in his individual capacity. So the lawyer slipped up. Well, actually, Promise was a self-actor initially, from my understanding. All right. And then so, only instructed an advocate to appear in the Superior Court, the Constitutional Court. I think it was Advocate Kadziri. Okay. So was, I think my understanding is that it was a political stunt um, in as far as they wanted to serve papers at his house to embarrass him. I'm not even sure. I think they even tried to go to the, the house with the blue roof, um, which is not... Uh, I don't even know if officially that's his residence, according to... But that's where he lives. So I think the, the, the whole um, serving of the papers and everything was, was done intentionally at his house. Who is they that you speak of? Tajamuka. Oh, okay. Well, promise. Well, Promises, unfortunately yeah. for the theatrics, the legal procedure, <laughs> procedural uh, regularity was lost. So, yeah. I so, mean, it's a nice drama, but then in the end, the papers weren't served to the president in his official capacity. I'm sure they would have found any technicality to avoid having to make a judgment on that. Probably, well, but this was the one. My, my thing is that if, if you're going to do something of this sort and you want, you, I believe you're being, there has to be some level of seriousness. Um, exactly. Why would he 
do it by himself? Is he what in what capacity? Is he a lawyer? No, he's no, not. No, he's not. That's actually what the judges were saying. One of their comments rather were that if you're going to come to the constitutional court and you want to be serious, you really need to check, instruct an advocate, ask a friend who's an attorney, a lawyer, and find out if all of your things are up to snuff. Look, the courts, if today doesn't show you that the courts have become a political arena, then, you know, that's you essentially what it was. It's, it's self-promotion at some level. I hear that, but at the end of the day, is you look stupid. That's the thing. Because the merits, we didn't even get into the merits, all because the papers weren't served at the but current now we're talking. But if it's serving a political end, looking stupid in the courts, and doesn't really matter because the conversation that's now running is, is Mugabe too old to rule? And, you know, people but, have their own answers, and maybe that's the conversation he was trying to drive mm -hmm. outside of the courts. Do you know what? I think that conversation would have been more effective if it was actually happening in the courts. That's the thing. We didn't even get to the merits. So that conversation wasn't had at all. It so stopped on the preliminary again, issues. You so again. you see, so right now, all I'm thinking is if that's the case, then, you know, people are going to debate it in their bedrooms and at the bar. But <laughs> where, where people actually had the opportunity to have that conversation you know, in the courts, which would have led to it actually coming out in the press as well. And you know, everyone would have picked it up yeah, no, to definitely. hear what the judges would have said. Yeah, no, yeah. I um, reluctantly agree. But talking about incompetence, how about uh, uh, John Saw's lawyer, Jonathan Moyer's lawyers, and their own... These yes. are some of the top lawyers in the country, isn't it? Uh, Terrence yeah, Hussain. Hussain, actually. Advocate Terrence Hussain. No, just Terrence. He instructed advocate Tove. So what happened was, that was the second matter on the roll, Professor Jonathan Moyo's case regarding the ZACC arrest and the constitutionality of his arrest. So we didn't even get to the merits either. We stopped at the <laughs> <laughs> preliminary issues. It was like a preliminary court pretty much the whole day today. And that is because uh, the instructing attorneys did not paginate the record, which is like a big no-no basically, in the legal community, especially if you're going to a superior court like the court. This is a constitutional court. What is the page? One, two, three, So they didn't number four. the pages. They didn't no. number the pages. And number the pages. There's like, it's actually procedurally irregular because it's in terms of the rules that you're supposed to paginate these things. So no one could follow you anything. You have to put like a table of contents as exactly. well. Exactly. Like to make it easy to follow. Because I mean, you have to understand when you're in the courts, the judges and the advocates need to be able to follow things because there have been lots of papers and all of that stuff. So I refer to paragraph 63 on exactly. page 70. And so now they basically would have had to have been like, you know the page just starting with the dog? Hey, where the, there's the bold. Yes. So this is a whole minister's lawyers. Exactly. In a whole constitutional court, a minister of this country. Who forgot to Appointed under the intern. same constitution failed to, to such a simple simple thing it's yeah. like no, pretty I, much I, failed to get an intern because interns paginate they pretty much failed to find an intern and, or like a messenger and to it wasn't paginate. bound either was it, it no it wasn't bound it, it wasn't stapled. paginated it was pretty much just a bunch of documents to the constitutional court in that. so this is my thing is like what is actually happening in the legal profession in this country and um the two of you are lawyers so <laughs> I get to actually ask this question in the sense that you have the state which is um, had to delay Ivan Mawaride's 
bell hearing today because they said they didn't have electricity yesterday, so they couldn't prepare, right? But since Friday, they've known that they're likely to go into court today. So you have that with the state. Then the state also, you know, it has a poor case. It says all sorts of things. So state lawyers are one thing, one thing and they're quite bad. Then you have these advocates who don't paginate pages. You have, you know, guys who go serve papers to the wrong <laughs> office or the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> what is actually going is on? Like it day. sounds, yeah, it sounds it's like a mess in the courts today. <laughs> and these are the superior courts, hey? Like, like the courts yeah. should the highest <laughs> courts court in the, the land. So it sounds very trivial, but it's actually very serious that you have lawyers who are not doing the basic things. These are the basics. I think our lawyers are politicians and the courts are sometimes the arenas. Which is fine, but at least be good at what you're doing. This is the I thing. mean, yeah, I wouldn't say, I mean, we could say lots of things on that point, but I mean, at the end of the day, the law, like, it's not like the judges or the courts were incorrect in what they were saying. Like, it's not like they were making things up. Of course, you can find almost any law that's convenient to what you want to do, but the papers were served at the wrong place, and the, they were, the Professor Moyo's lawyers forgot to paginate or didn't paginate the record. So these are actual things. The papers being served at the wrong place, so they, what their lawyers were arguing that they didn't get them at all. Well, they were just served at the wrong place. Service was, service was not affected, so pretty yeah. much you know how that goes. So this is my thing, is like what, like if you're not doing the basic things, and if, aside from it being the basic things, it's procedure. So you know, like the, this is how things are supposed to work. It's not a secret. They're actually rules that tell you. Like you know. You know. Everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Like and if you don't know, you can actually open like and high court up. rules. <laughs> and or, look it up. You so, know. So this is... The, as in, you actually know that this is what we are supposed to do, yeah. and you don't do it. Yeah. You know, it's like in the instructions, and it says, put your name at the top and your candidate number and all those things, and then you decide, I'm not going to do, do that. that, I'm just going to And then you complain why you failed. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. then your paper's not marked, and you try to complain. And they're kind of like, who are you? you didn't <laughs> put like your name, name at the top. <laughs> exactly. No, I think it's, uh, I don't know, maybe Alex will disagree, but generally you see a trend in anything and everything uh, a, a, a trend towards mediocrity and everything that's going on in this country. So the courts are, the banks, everyone is affected by the situation in the country. People are just not doing their jobs properly in any office. And I don't know, maybe I'm extrapolating too much on it, but you would expect the legal profession, amongst other professions like doctors, bankers, accountants, to be the top and the most professional in the whole country. And clearly they're not. So there's something wrong. And I think this is just a symptom of of everything else that's going on I, I i agree and it's just a lot of people like to blame our government for a lot of things but i don't think in this instance i'm going to blame anyone even the courts um some people are complaining that the courts have become you know uh, all about technicalities and and that sort of thing but this is that's the way things do. are that's supposed to work yeah exactly. this is the way things are supposed to work and, they, and that they've been working. These rules aren't like recent, eh? Hey? Yeah, they didn't <laughs> like, just so, make them up yeah. overnight. There's, there's this lack of professionalism, and I don't know where it's come from. I mean, Terence Hussein is... He's the president's lawyer at some point. He's the president's lawyer at some point, indeed. He's one of the top lawyers in this country. I'd like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> well, I mean, generally, well, I mean, thought to be. Yeah, yeah, that's a general on, based, feeling. Based on his clientele. But you forget to, or you don't paginate, like... Or you're yeah. hiring people that are forgetting to paginate things for a case against the Anti-Corruption Commission of the country and a minister in one of the highest ministries in the country. But surely, and you have someone doing such a shoddy job. But the irony the of that, sorry. Before. The irony of that is that... So the judge was asking why or how the papers, the record even got to the court in the first place. And uh, the advocate was Advocate Hove, who was instructed, says that um, the attorney said the register said it would be okay. <laughs> so there's this like sort of implied corruption thing that happened <laughs> against the anti-corruption so <laughs> And he's like, so the register said it was okay. And the judge is meant to, to take this on. No, he was livid. He was like, what was do you this, mean? Was this DCJ Malawa? Yes. He was really angry. He was like, who is the register? I don't understand what you're saying to me. So like, he was arguing, go to the register, said it was okay. Yeah, and he was like, but you're a lawyer. You read the rules. Like, so what do you mean the register supersedes said? the rules. Yeah, and he was like, how can you come to the concord and start talking about the register said? Like, uh, yeah. I'm not going to say anything libelous, but yeah. You know, we know you at the door. It was actually a bit of a joke. (laughs) Um, I know. I suppose people are just playing Mahumbwe with our lives. Really, actually, it seems that no one, (laughs) no one is actually serious about what they're trying to do in this country. (laughs) Talking about Mahumbwe, joke. (laughs) I don't know. Talking about Mahumbwe, how about uh, Zimbabwe people's first? More Mahumbwe happening that side. More games (laughs) and politics and. It's not politics oh. anymore. <laughs> it's, 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 it's personal agendas. It's personal agendas. Everyone seems to have a personal agenda. Um, on that issue, uh, Joyce... A quick, a quick uh, recap. Today was action-packed and action-filled at uh, Zimbabwe People's First Headquarters um, with uh, Comrade. Is she still Comrade? Uh, Joyce Teurei Rupa uh, Mujuru expelling a few key members who are now referring to themselves as elders of a party, including... Yeah. Rukare Gumbo, Didmas Mutasa, Margaret Dongo, Kudakwashe Baskiti... Of the uh, wrong basket. Lakson <laughs> Kandemire, Munacho Mtezo, and Claudius Makova. All right. I thought... Sorry, just Makova... Didn't Makova resign after the Bikita West no, debacle? No, there was the whole... There was something... They were supposed to reshuffle. He, he didn't resign, but he was so meant to be reshuffled because it was blamed on him that they lost Pikita West. Oh, yeah. That's because that's, that, yeah, he was that's, head of Mashingo. He was my head of Mashingo, so they said that you were supposed to organize and all sorts of things. But yeah, so they've been thrown out, and she says that the reason is that... Um, Stalling democratic processes. The group was... That's one of the direct quotes. Was, the group has been accused of stalling democratic processes in, in, in the party. Yeah, stalled democratic processes, and they have been accused of being agents of the regime um, who have used all sorts of tricks ranging from coup d'etat and sophisticated infiltration, have taken center stage with the view of delaying the people's cause of unequivocal liberation. That sounds like a whole lot of nothing. There's no actual charge there, is there? I don't know, uh, from a legal perspective, Alex, what was actually said? Nothing. Like, what was the actual accusation? <laughs> Nothing. Stalling democratic processes, how? Yeah. She just means she's not happy with what's going on. What coup happened here? So, the rumor is that she, uh, that these elders, the so-called elders that they have labeled themselves, wanted to 
kick her out. Yeah. And she kicked them out before they kicked her out. Because she's the interim president. They haven't had a Congress. They haven't elected anyone to the post. They've sort of just made a makeshift system, you know. Maumbwe. <laughs> <laughs> Until they go to a Congress. They're supposed to go, to, they're supposed to go sometime this year, I'm not sure when, and elect... Um, a substantive leader. A substantive leader. So what she's done is actually, might actually be unconstitutional. Do they have a constitution? They have a draft constitution. So how can something be unconstitutional to a draft constitution? So this is the thing, but you must have some rules that you have set down and said, guys, when we are forming this thing, um, yeah, but with what sort of powers? Because this, what she's done is what was done to her. Exactly. Because I was going to say exactly the same thing. What do you expect from an ex-Zanopiev cadre? They're going to behave that same way. So my, my issue then becomes, you know, what happens? First, what happens next? Um, and secondly, why has she gone this route? Because she's clearly alienating some of her support within Zimpia. Who is she left with? Um, Who is she left with? Um, no one. She's left with jealousy. Um, yeah. Um, the spokesperson um, is probably the biggest name. Uh, jealousy from the infamous, infamous court case 2013 that forced elections upon us when Zim wasn't ready. <laughs> okay. Um, <just laughs> no, he's the one that ran to the courts to, to force, to compel President Mugabe to declare a Elect- date for elections. elections. Okay. Yeah, to set a date. Um, um, now look where he is. <laughs> <laughs> so jealousy Mawaride was um, Ray Kaukonde, I'm not sure. Was about. Ray Kaukonde a member? Or was he actually ever come out and said I don't know. I know he was affiliated, but you know, even for someone like Mutezo, this is the first time I've actually heard, heard he was a member. Mutezo was actually expelled from Zanpia five months ago. So when did he become <laughs> an elder of <laughs> <laughs> when did he become an old elder of, of Zimpiev? In fact, I remember being at a wedding with Mtezo saying, I just got expelled. <laughs> this was quite recently, actually. Yeah, so I don't know what's happening with Mtezo. So you have um, Ray Kaukonde, as- allegedly, assumedly, perhaps. Who apparently was the reason of all these rifts yes. as well, on one side. Because apparently the elders want Kaukonde to, as, president. as president. You have um, Sylvester Nguni. Yeah, who's always been uh, very close to 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 to, 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 to Mam Juruya, so. <laughs> Doctor Teurai. Have some respect. <laughs> She's my homie, man. <laughs> no, seriously, okay, yeah. So, Doctor Dress. So there's Sylvester Ngoni, assumedly, I'm not sure. Um That's it. Who else? Yeah, that's that should be it. But I mean and then uh, this elders council came back, clapped back immediately with their own press conference. Yes, they did. Um, in which they accused her what? Being emotional and irrational. She's <laughs> <laughs> an outright sexist statement. Yeah, well. <laughs> Obviously, because she's a woman, now she must be emotional. But was it not irrational? <laughs> but emotional. How was it emotional? And, no, 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 no. But it could, listen, listen. It could vary. Are you really uh, wanting no, to defend this? No, 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 I'm not defending. I'm Hello. just asking, are you really, <laughs> of all the things you want to argue? No, 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 no. I don't want to... Um, put it in that in that manner, but we don't know what's going on behind That's the true. scenes. We actually don't know what's going on. 
because according to this statement they were supposed to meet she told them that she was at trauma center and they were going to meet at the party headquarters after yeah but then she then makes this statement from her house from her house and she expels them they say that this is not procedural because this is not what they had agreed upon so but agreed like what because they have a draft constitution so they're going to bring like it some says, verbal says, oral contract or something look you know the thing is that the, the quote is needless to say this is not in line with the, the draft zimpf constitutions and the values of the party and while we can argue about the constitution surely when you sit down and agree there's at least some values statement and values document that they would have had. and one of those main values is like guys tavakune dictator we can't come and be hanging out with another dictator immediately and also another issue is that you are at a system where when you are forming a party even if it's a draft constitution you should have some form of constitution when you're registering a party or a a, a trust shouldn't you have some sort of constitution what is Isn't that it? there is no honor amongst what <laughs> there's no honor amongst oh, was it there? i don't know <laughs> i mean listen case. from legally i don't know how they're going to talk about a draft constitution i mean i think we can just talk about how it's a bad feeling and it's not nice and use fancy words for this is not what we talked about but why didn't they make why didn't they make that constitution a living working constitution why was it still a draft up until this point but th- my argument then becomes are they a real party then no clearly not because if you don't have a constitution clearly then not. what actually what constitutes what constitutes what, what you as a party exactly so how did they run in bikita if they are not a i think they i don't know i i would have to check to be honest i don't know what it takes for a constitution for can for for a political party to be registered um i'm not too sure what you need You but see? i don't think it's as stringent as opening a company because everyone's But i mean wasn't this the same thing that happened with the manifesto with the same party? Yes. Yes, with oh, that's a good call. <laughs> so this is a general just Strange. general behavior. <laughs> Joyce does things in the house and then And then it tells, fixes tells it later. Yeah. It. <laughs> so it wasn't yeah that that manifesto wasn't a manifesto it was a it was it wasn't meant to be taken to the people as well. What was it? it I was, think it was like an acronym. mostly <laughs> it was built yeah yeah it was built that's what they called themselves argue so they they had this manifesto it's called build um but so maybe that's what the values that they're talking about because yeah, maybe if it was adopted at the beginning of the party that's at least their constitution document is that those are the values that they want perhaps i mean anyway we'll, um, we'll, we'll definitely try get someone from zimpf to to explain it if there's um, a zimpf left in next week <laughs> which well, faction of zimpf <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah there's factions now there's the zim people first zim, now there's people zim second people, zim people first mujuru then there's what zim people first elders elders and then there's uh, yes i don't know what's happening but, but um, interestingly enough i have a, an insider who is, uh, yeah who's sort of given me you know a, a little information uh, there'll be another press conference happening tomorrow so by the time this podcast out everything will everything be out, will be out. But, but um, um with the youth and the women and they are taking a stance and picking a side um okay. i That's think they, yeah i don't think they're going to pick the mujuru side i don't think that they should pick any of those old people side because honestly where but that, where does did is didimas mtasa fit into a news no but honestly. You, no but do you know what it was or, is when didimas were said not to or have positions in this thing going forward 
they were going to be elders, which is why they are the elders. So they are going to be the guys sitting, you know, drinking in, tea drinking, and directing and the youths. Exactly. And so if that still is the going to rallies and because they are they are assumed, like symbols, really. Yeah, they're assumed to have constituents or people that they can, you know, rally up. Yeah. And people who followed them at some point. So even if you are if you're new in politics, you're always, you're obviously going to look for some. for someone to endorse you. And that's yeah. basically what I think they were going to be. Is they were going to be the people in the background who are going to endorse whoever is so, you know, out So and the speculation yeah. that those elders, the ones expelled, were anti coalition with Tangerai. Um, that's what a lot of uh, the, the tweets are saying is that one of the major causes of the rift was that um, Joyce, uh, Dr. Joyce Mujuru was quite ready to to form a, uh, a grand coalition with Shangri as soon as possible, but the elders were a bit more reluctant. Yeah. And um, even if that's not the case, with this party now in disarray, is there any incentive for, for, for Shangri or any of the other parties to join with Zimbiev, um, you know, for uh, for for a coalition because if there's this much disarray in the house all that can do is spread chaos everywhere else after you know after after Bikita West I think it was done for Joyce um, I think there was the, she has no cloud she has no cloud she can go to this coalition meeting and say I want to be this and they'll say okay you and what army yeah, basically. And, and the thing is, even you're talking about the elders endorsing her, there's some of the most despised people when they were in Zanupiev. Kuti, I don't think that if it wasn't for, for intimidation and, and things like that, a lot of those guys wouldn't have won their own seats. In fact, some of them did lose their seats while still in Zanu. You see, so it's, it's, it's quite an issue in terms of what was she bringing to the table of this coalition, which is why I have a theory, which I alluded to on my... Um, social media pages and <laughs> fake news. Chris is about to get to watch out for the fake news. It's not fake news. So basically, it's Joyce Mujuru has no clout, right? She doesn't have war veterans or a faction of the war veterans because the war veterans, we must, the factions are Mutswangwa um, and Mandichi Men. Yeah. Right? Let's put those two as the factions. But so they're both still within, They're both still within Zanupiev. Right? Even though Mtwango was expelled or whatever it was. So she doesn't have the support of the war veterans. She has a few people she had left ZANU PF with at the time, but after Bikita West. She had left with. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> she left with a little cute. She left. <laughs> she, was she was expelled. <laughs> she was expelled with, with, with some, you know, some card raise, but, you know. They took a while to set up. They went into this election. Oh, yeah, almost. And yeah, they went into this election and they were thumped. So, and now, and now she's expelled seven of them. And she said more heads would roll, whatever that means. She's so, no, no one. You, you see, so she, she doesn't have support. So she doesn't have war veterans. She doesn't have ZANU-PF. She doesn't have um, youth, youth that we can talk of. Yeah, there's no one there that I could actually... You know, pinpoint uh, women. No, and Margaret Dongo was was head of women's, wasn't she? Yes. So, so you know, no more. You know, so who fires seven people at the same time <laughs> on executive order with no disciplinary? I think we know who. 
you know that emotional <laughs> thing is sounding fair. Yeah. It's almost like an engabi. Engabi, we sing, we sing. Zingai, we sing. Yes, this has happened before. <laughs> this has really happened the before. The apple does not fall far from the tree. <laughs> anyway, so you have this, you know, situation where um, she doesn't have that support. She's going to Twangirai, she's sitting down with him. And why we keep saying Twangirai is because he's the biggest opposition leader in the country. And says, I want to be president of the coalition. And he's going to say, like I said, you and what am So what are our options? Now, what I said in my, in my, speculative, in my tweet. speculative tweet and post on Facebook was Joyce Mujuru seems to be rebranding ZMPF. She's kicked out these seven people. I wonder when she's going to sit down with Ivan Mawari. Because if I were her and looking at my options, he has a following. I do not have a following. He has some um, interest in the public. Right now, especially after people have been kicked out, I need something on my side. Something I need someone on my side that will... When I go to this coalition meeting or whatever it is, give me some sort of clout. Yeah. What I was criticizing about your tweet is that it casts aspersions where there's no... You're muddling the waters for people that have not made up their mind about Ivan at all. Because we know that a lot of people are, are, are quite anti-Dr. Joyce Mujuru. They don't like that at all as a politician. So what I was saying, the point I was saying to the people out there is that if you say no... Ivan might go, might go to ZIMPF, or he might go to MDC, or he might go to, to ZANOPF even, or he might run as an independent. We're, you know, you're, you're then feeding into this narrative of, of, of him being a, a ruthless politician or someone up for sale or things like that, because there is really is no basis for your speculation. There isn't, but I wasn't like, speaking about Ivan going there. I yeah, was saying, no. when is she going yeah, to no, reach out to him? But it's more damaging on his part. In, oh, in as far as why would she... You, I've, you've explained you your see, reasoning, this, but why yeah, would this, she... Why, why do you think that that would be her best choice, her first choice? Would it not be, um, especially for someone who's already an existing politician, someone with a proven constituency, why wouldn't she go to Washington movie or to Sendai Biti or to, to Mr. Dabengwa because, before she went to Evan? Because those people no matter what you say, have a bigger and a larger proven constituency in the political sphere. Fair enough. But what I'm saying is those people are also, I think, looking to their leaders of hey. their own political parties and that sort of so, thing, right? So she, what does she have to offer them? She doesn't have anything to offer them. But, exactly. But if she wanted to, to have any bargaining power, you and what army, she would have gone to a coalition with the smaller parties before she had even approached Sangirai. Yeah. So, so there's a much better argument to argue for her. Oh, no, the first thing she should do is talk to Welshman, talk to BT, talk to these guys who sign code, and then say, me, I want to then, from you guys, we want to then go there. You can't go to someone who is a political infant, a fetus, uh, before you've passed all these people, especially just using your own reasoning. She's looking for an army. So why would you go to Evan, who doesn't have an army? He He's got people with likes and tweets and retweets, but Welshman... Blueo is one. He's put people into, into parliament. He's put people into senate. Let me ask BTS you a question. put people into parliament. He's put people into senate. Dabengo has put people into parliament. He's put people into senate. So I'm just asking, when, why did you go to Evans uh, first? Right. Why? Is because when was anyone talking about Dabengwa or BT or uh, Welshman in the past year? What conversations have happened 
about those individuals during Who the coalition you, coalition no, no, no. conversation I hear you I hear you but what I'm saying is publicly in the eyes of the public who has the biggest platform right now who has the biggest spotlight on them in 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 in, if, in the if, media if, in terms of the media yes. yes certainly Evan has a bigger spotlight but I'm I guarantee you Kumushad or in 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 Matabille Nube is a much better known yeah, name fair enough. I guarantee you right now you can go to any constituency in the country and talk about Tindabiti but you can't talk about Pastor Evan right but listen here or you is, can talk about Tumiso Dabengo but, but you can't talk about Pastor Evan so I don't fact, see he, he, she fact, will gain a, a certain constituency which is a, an urban base yes I'll give you that but if you're saying that she really wants an but army no, no, why no. would she go to listen her? what does it do for her political stock and her political image if she manages to get him on her side i think it does wonders for her political image especially after what's happened here so joyce majuru one of the things is she's been tainted by the fact that she was zanu pf right mm. imagine she now gets this guy pastor ivan who's been campaigning yeah. against um what's going on in this country who's been arrested he's been a victim of the injustice that has happened and then he comes and he says i am endorsing joyce mujuru like what does that do it rebrands her yeah. she's gone from she's, that person she there's from, a plan that she's really going to do listen like i he's said speculating. i speculated i'm not saying it's what she's going to do I no, can follow, I no, I can follow it's, your it's reasoning. It's quite logical. It would actually pass a very strong message because what she's essentially saying is out with the old and with the new. If she manages to get him on her side. We can't argue, but we it's can't, speculating, we of can't, course. We can't um, go against the fact that Welshmen, all these guys, they've won in constituencies and yes, they can do that. But at the end of the day, when it comes to going for the man at the top, all of these guys have all tried have and tried and failed. failed. They've come from MDC at one point. MDC actually was there and it tried and it failed. Chris, so at the end of Chris, the day, she needs to rebrand her image. Rebranding her image and getting an army are two different things. I Evan will rebrand her, but, her image. Yes, I agree. Yes. But she's not going to give her any more bargaining power at a, con- a coalition table. Because what Shankar will say, what numbers do you have? Okay. It doesn't matter if you've got Gandhi or Jesus on your side. If you've got no numbers, no proven numbers, actually, no, so you, you can rebrand your image that you will send yes, to everywhere. But, but as Shankar No, I, I hear you. I hear you in terms of the numbers, right? But at the end of the day, no, no one aside from Shankar actually has numbers that they are taking into this But now you when you're negotiating numbers. when you're but negotiating so, you yes. can say good no mutasa ka muina ji kumanyikelen so ano gona utsumiriza manyikelen reka okonde somtoko ano gona utsumiriza mtoko what can even sumuza in this country yes right but the thing is besides twitter that's what it's going to be and that's what they're going and to do and it'll rebrand yes but she still needs grafters she still be people on the on but, the ground but do you know what happens then right is once you've rebranded yourself you can start going out and looking for new people because this is what she's going to have to do in she year. can't go yeah, she, it's what she's going to have to do she can't yeah. go back to ana didmas and say kumanika land ndukwarusape ndukutsagani oenda kunaka ukonde she can't because those people are gone so it, right now what she's looking for is to rebrand to gain this new army so that by the time it comes to going to this coalition she has she can stand up and say this is the army and yeah. that's the logic that's what i'm thinking is it's not, not the logical thing no, to do it's it's a thing it's a thing to do but it's, it's not the logical thing logical yeah. it's a lot but it's not one of, it's, it's one of an option one of, yeah and that's <laughs> an option that she's, she's but but what i was saying is i'm not trying to um muddy Evan Mawadi that's what i that's why i was attacked because it no, seems like i'm not trying to muddy his reputation or what he is um but i'm looking at it from the sense that if i am looking for somebody to 
influence or so for somebody to uh, to, to, to change my image. Yes, yes that's the, work, that's yeah, the person that I'm yeah. for. That's, that's the point I was basically yeah, trying to make. That, that would work. What, what I was saying, and I don't know if, without looking at what happens with fake news and, and, and news cycles these days, is if I throw enough things, but you know, you know, for example, Kuti, you know, Chris might be a Manchester United supporter or he might be an Arsenal supporter or he might be whatever. At the end of the day, people say, hey, I don't know what team Chris supports, but he definitely supports football. In the same way, if someone says, oh, Pastor Evan is working with Joyce or she might be working with Zanu or she might be working with Lacoste or she might be working with whatever, the people are going to say, I don't know what's actually true, but he's definitely not his own person and he's definitely a plant or he's being sent. But you know what? Ever since he gave that Daily Maverick interview where he alluded to... Um, joining politics, this is something that is going to happen. No, definitely. It's he just needs to make his choice because they're all no. doing, even Patson, uh, Dr. Zamara is also doing the same thing. They're playing with, they must just announce openly you when see, they want so, to go. Yeah, so the thing is, it's the fact that he's already, you know, said this whole Maybe he wants to start a bidding war. I think they're when, trying to start bidding wars. Whichever they're going <laughs> for, right, is you're going to have a lot of this speculation about exactly, your political yeah. position once you, you say something take like one. that. Yeah. Until you actually, once you say something, if you once you pick a side, people will pick a side for you. Exactly. So, but you you were picking a side. For him. No, I wasn't. No, people <laughs> generally do that. I wasn't picking a side for him. I honestly, generally I honestly think that he has, you know, the the lay of the land. He can remain an independent and go for it as an independent, and at the last minute yeah. try to. Jump on whoever's <laughs> ticket. On the, I think if there's a coalition uh, led by Tsangirai with um, maybe Joyce, uh, Dr. Joyce Mujuru at some position, you know, home affairs or something, if they did that, I'm sure that a lot of these activists uh, would end up under the fold of that, that type of coalition. But they also don't have any bargaining power because they're not part of any existing structures at the moment. And a lot of the activists have said that they are apolitical and they are a citizen they're liars. movement. And they're they... liars. All of them are liars. <laughs> One of I them don't was... Where people got that word from. Apolitical. Yeah, people should stop. <laughs> there's, there's politics in church groups. Think, That's why pastors yeah. end up being politicians. I don't think you, you can be apolitical. Especially when you're talking politics. Yeah. That's the thing. That's quite true. You can't... Um, once, once you are against a political party or a political institution You're you are political, political. Exactly. you've taken a political side but yeah um we, it's interesting to see what will happen today was a big day um interesting to see what pastor ivan will do next yeah now that he's Out. a free man um until his court some 17th 17th of february yeah so from then on we'll see what actually happens next and what happens in I his political life his political life yes he's no longer an activist yeah, no, I'm I'm done. <laughs> he's an, an activist. activist. He's, he's a politician. He's a politician now. <laughs> but we've got a good history of of of, of fathers, uh, pastors. I think Muzorero Sitole. I want to have this conversation. There's certain people I think would not make great leaders or good leaders. Uh, On my list, the top three is military men, clergymen, and teachers. Teachers. <laughs> <laughs> teachers end up dictators. <laughs> And, 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 and it's, it's for the simple reason that, okay, military men take orders. Um, clergymen. clergymen, pastors have a God complex. A lot of them have a, it's an image thing. Yeah. Because you have to be to very make yourself in the image of God. You have, exactly. a, you have to be very charismatic to have a flock. Yeah. And a lot of them personalize, then personalize their flock. We can name 
Lots of. And then there's that divine right thing where they think that they were sent. <laughs> so you can't tell them anything. It's a calling, right? You can't tell them anything. <laughs> and then teachers are, all, are, teachers are dictatorial by nature. <laughs> like yeah, it's, definitely. It's, you're standing in front of a classroom and you're telling people what to do. <laughs> so, so those three, I don't think, make good leaders. Good leaders. I but, would add poor people. <laughs> no, honestly, because when you're desperate, when you get what you wanted, and you're like, do I really care about, like, you know, people's rights? Do I really care in the end? Desperate people generally don't make good leaders. Honestly, poor, poor people's one category of desperate people. Okay, it's time. Okay. <laughs> and, no, and on that bombshell. bombshell. <laughs> no, um, thank you very much for joining us, Alex. Uh, where can people find you online? Nowhere. You're not yeah, online? She's not online. No, I'm not online. Oh, okay, she's cool. <laughs> um, if you're looking for me, at Chris Charamba's the handle um, for Politics and Beyond. It's at Politics and Beyond on Facebook, and it's Beyond Poly ZW it's on Beyond Twitter. Beyond Poly ZW as well. Oh, on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, okay. On Facebook? On Facebook, yeah. as that's the web address now. Okay, cool. And I'm Henry BT on, at Henry BT on Instagram, on Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah, thank you for listening. You've been listening to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. Free to say it. Free to do it. Thank Bye. you, Alex, for being on. Bye. And now, and now. Capital 263.